Welcome to the Love Doctor live stream, where I, the Love Doctor, will be answering people's questions with my special guest panelists. These are questions about love, sex, and relationships, and thus this is considered to be of a more adult nature. These answers are for entertainment purposes only, but that doesn't stop it from occasionally being just good advice. Episode 67 of the Love Doctor Livestream recorded Sunday, August 1st at 9pm Eastern Standard Time with special guest musician Lady Muffinstuff and burlesque performer and producer Winona J. Fox. Welcome everybody, Woo! we are live! Uh, my special guest, Lady Muffin Stuff, Winona J. Fox, we're here to be answering your questions about love, sex, and relationships. Welcome everyone to uh, this show. This is the Love Doctor live stream. I'll just put that in the bottom corner there so people can see it. Welcome everybody to the show. We, we've got a wonderful show. If you want to get your questions in anonymously, the Slido is open. Just go to sli.do or slido.com. Both of them work. The event code is TLD67, and that is uh, that is actually how you can get your questions asked anonymously. We are all set here. Welcome, Lady Muffin Stuff. This is your very first uh, show with uh, the Love Doctor live stream. We're so glad to have you here. Um, Lady Muffin Stuff, for those who don't know, is an amazing singer, uh, great comedic timing, incredible performer. Uh, of course, Winona J. Fox is above me now another uh, fantastic performer burlesque performer and producers uh, of of uh, burlesque shows uh and th there's me and i haven't poured a drink yet that's probably why i'm stumbling over everything you I'm, never do we we, we always chilling. start we always start and you're always like god i haven't poured a drink yet and i'm just like you know what you know what you gotta set a little post-it note for yourself it's important Indeed. to have those reminders well, before you get started on anything, like driving a car, you put your seatbelt on, you should pour your drink before you do anything else. Exactly. If you're going to do something incredibly dangerous, make sure you drink your alcohol beforehand. That's how it works, right? No, no. Well, no, I mean, it was it was probably not the right choice of analogy with the no. seatbelt in the car and the drinking, because I'm definitely anti-drinking and driving. However, I meant to say make a habit of it. Yes. Yes, I, I grew up in a time when police officers, they pulled you over and said, have you been drinking? Uh, yes, officer, I have. Uh, did you have any mix? Uh, yeah, I, I, of course, I couldn't. I wasn't drinking straight alcohol. All right, then you should be fine. That was the, the age that I grew up in. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, things have changed. Yeah. Mm. Don't drink and drive, kids or adults. Please do not drink and drive. Uh, please drink responsibly. Plan ahead of time. Uh, for those of you who are in Montreal, uh, I can see people are, are logging in. Say hello. Say where you're watching from. If you're in Montreal, there's a good public transit system, uh, which is good at getting people home safe. Uh, just another reminder as to uh, that is uh, slido.com. TLD67 is the event code. So you can ask your questions in advance. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be able to answer all the questions you have. Let's see. Do I have any? Yes, we already have uh, a question so in the queue. So, lady muffin stuff's first what did, actually before i bring it on 
Uh, <laughs> the, the, should, should, should we start with Winona in the hot seat to answer the question first? Yes. All right. We're, we're just. We're you just want me? Putting... You want me to be the, the the sacrificial lamb for our new guest? I understand. I, I'm willing. I'm willing to take that position. All I right, want to the, see how it's done. The first question we have here is: Hey, Doc, ladies, you're looking lovely tonight. What do you think about age gaps in relationships? How big of a gap is too big? So that is the question, uh, Winona. <sighs> Wow, it is fortuitous timing that I get this question because I have been known to lust after uh, a man, men and women, and frankly anyone who is at least twice my age. Uh, I'm in my twenties, and I will fully pursue someone in their like thirties or forties, uh, unabashedly with no shame. I personally don't think too much of an age gap exists as long as you are a consenting adult preferably in your 20s. If you're a young teenager who's like just turned 17 or 18, 19, whatever the age of consent is, perhaps you need a little more time experiencing your other people. But you know what? Like if you're a consenting adult, pursue who the fuck you want to pursue. I don't care. If they make you happy, if the relationship is happy and healthy and non-toxic, you're good. Uh, just make sure you catch up on each other's references because you will not understand the jokes that they make. Like, really make an effort on that part. Yeah. So, so this is my time to make a Barney Miller reference. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I see, like, like the Love Doctor and I aren't even in a relationship, and I still need to ask him to clarify his references because I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. But we're still friends. Right, right. So I am actually in the age bracket of the people you would be lusting after, um, and I'm often um, uh, solicited by the younger peoples who I think are fantastic. Um, my opinion on that is there's no issue with age gap. However, depending on what you're looking for, if you're looking to enjoy yourself socially, physically, again, consenting adults, as long as there's not a inequality of power in the in the balance you made uh allusions to that however for me personally when it came to looking for relationships i found it was necessary for me to find someone who's like maybe in the same path you know who may not be moving to another city to develop their career uh, that's all i have to say about that oh yeah you know, here it is. It's uh, Winona. Both of you mentioned it. as long as everybody's consenting adults, it should be fine. Uh, I, I've recently learned, though. I, everyone has always heard about the the older woman's name being a, a, a term being a cougar. I heard uh, that the male term is a panther. Uh, I don't know if anyone wants to verify that with me, but I'm, it felt like no. it was a very loaded loaded phrase. I think uh, it's a clue. A Clooney. A Clooney. A Clooney is a good term right. as well. There's really no name for it because it's been going on forever. True. There was, there was, yeah, well, there, there's a true. term of a, a hotter older man is a silver fox, which I hoped I would have aged into, but I'm more of a copper capybara. I uh, just looked it up and it's a s even stupider word. <laughs> oh, oh, no. What, 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 what's the word? <laughs> the word, according to dictionary.com, is a manther. A manther. All right. Um, a manther. So it is based off of panther, at least. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, there, there, there's also there's the old saying of of 
half your age plus seven. I don't uh, care. <laughs> you, you, you don't care. <laughs> Isn't I, that I, the conversion from imperial to metric? <laughs> <laughs> ah! That would be better. That would it's... frankly be so much better. Because, like, if you're Celsius to Fahrenheit, I think that's how it works. Yes, I, Sorry I agree. Sorry to contradict you, love, doctor. Uh, it's, I it's, agree. Uh, uh, feel free to contradict away. Uh, again, understand, though, if you are in a relationship, there are going to be societal pressures or, or judgments on, on the relationship due to the age gap. Uh, the thing is, if it is a strong enough relationship, you shouldn't care. There's a lot of things about societal pressures that are just fucked, and I think people shouldn't bother with. As long as people are happy, it doesn't matter. Amen. Go get you some. Yeah. We are getting some. We're ready for the next question. I'm in the hot seat for this one. Uh, the next question that we have is a question for all. Well, it's a good because everybody answers every question. Good that, that you said that. Uh, if you're in a long-term relationship, what's the best way to get your partner to get better at sex? Uh, I got my question using the hashtag TLD67, not 65. I, I Did you say 65? Did I say 65? I don't think. I don't remember. It's, it's been on the screen as 67 the entire time. Um, all right. So long term, what, what is the best way? Encourage them. Talk about fantasies. Talk about the things you want to do and try. Even if you're in a long-term relationship, it, it should mean that you've gone into stagnation. Enjoy the moment with each other. Uh, encourage each other to explore and find different things. I feel like Winona is sewing, so I'm not sure she's paying full attention. <laughs> I'm she paying is... attention, I, but I am also sewing because when we make announcements later, I'll explain why. But like, All Mama's right, on the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I am paying attention. Do not worry. I will give full-hearted advice. All right. Well, you've been in the big window to answer the question for a good two minutes <laughs> now. So. No, I haven't. You just added me. That's not true. That is not true. I can attest that that it is, is not true. true. I agree. Thank you. But do, do please go ahead and answer. I will um, absolutely answer the question. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. So the best way to encourage people to have sex and to spice up sex in a long-term relationship. That's hard because I have it, been it's in situations. It's not to spice up. It's not a spice up question. It's to okay, get better is... at. Oh, okay. So, okay. Cause wait, I'm misunderstanding the question now. Is the question it that again, they're... I'll, re I'll, I'll read it yeah. in full is question for yeah. all. If you're in a long-term relationship, what's the best way to get your partner to get better at sex? Okay. Because this implies that they are not great at sex or that the person asking the question has discovered something sexual about themselves that they feel that their partner is not providing. Or, or the, the, it may be a stagnation question as well. Yeah, there you go. Man, that's hard. That's hard. Okay, first of all, I think you need to ask yourself, why do you find they need to get better at sex? Like, is it an issue of of like you think they're objectively bad at sex. And if you think that they're bad at sex, why is that? Is it because they're not communicating with you about what it is that you want? Is it that they're doing something you don't like that you're not communicating with them? Like we can go around and be like, oh, how do they get better at sex? But maybe the question is how do I communicate to them that what they think they're doing is good but isn't working for me? So perspective shift maybe. Mm -hmm. All right, that is an answer. 
Um, I'm going to take the important word from uh, Winona's answer, communication, and also add that sex is not one person doing something to uh, like it's two people together. So if they are not rubbing you the right way, pun intended, um, <laughs> you might want to say, hey, you know, this really works for me. Um, and if you're in a long-term relationship and you want to keep it long-term, you, you need to get over yourself and say those things that you need to say. Amen. I, I think that there is a good thing. Communication is always key in any relationship. I will agree with that. Uh, uh, and the thing is, encouragement works a lot better than chastisement in a relationship. Uh, so the, there's always those those things to be looking at as well we're a little slow in getting questions in uh today so please and no one has actually mentioned where they're watching from i can see people are watching welcome and we haven't had anyone even hit like on the video at yeah this i was point. gonna ask i was gonna ask like yo hit that like button like freaking aren't you supposed to be getting to some subscribers aren't we trying to get the algorithm to work for you here comment i'm wearing it. makeup yeah i'm not i'm wearing I'm a onesie and sewing and i have my octopus wearing a feather boa but i showed up <laughs> Right, I'm here too. That's uh, we're, we're, I'm gonna see what's up with some of our, our regulars. Uh, but uh, let, let's go with a, a common question. What is, um, oh, let's, uh, what, what, let me uh, actually. I'm gonna just grab one from the old dead pile here. Uh, <laughs> all right, that was really a. a all right, these are the old style Love Doctor cards for those who are not familiar, so they don't have the Facebook uh, event on it. So this is probably from about four or five years ago, uh, and the spelling is quite unique with the last word of this question. Uh, what do you think about the sodomy? Uh, and they spell the, it with I with a little the sodomy. The sodomy. The sodomy. And the I has a, a little. Uh, it's not a heart. Is it a smiley face? It might be a smiley face over the top of the eye. Oh. So. Uh, so what do you think of the sodomy? Uh, Lady Muffin stuff, you have the floor. Well, what I think of the sodomy in the context of how it's written has, you know, we could unpack that for a couple of days with the little eye with the heart dotting the eye. I think that question answered itself. I think that person is very fond of the sodomy. Um, and um, I think that's fine. And I uh, think that as long as the act is consensual, safe and practical and using all of the necessary uh, accoutrements, I loop, um, go for it. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I guess this is being thrown at me at this point in time. Uh, again, uh, anything that is consensual between partners, uh, I, I, everyone involves uh is fine as long as everyone's enjoying it uh again certain acts as lady muffins just mentioned uh require a certain level of preparation having lube on hand uh also learning how to relax a study anything that anytime that you're going to be doing something a little bit new in the bedroom be aware and when i say study i don't mean watch porn because in porn they do it wrong all the time no uh, winona yeah, I mean, I think the sodomy is great. I think the sodomy is a great way to connect with your partner. I hate that it's stigmatized as being dirty or gay, as some, particularly men, like to put it. 
Uh, the sodomy is great, whether you're someone with a vagina or someone with a penis, receiving, giving, what have you. Uh, and if that um, truffles your butter, <laughs> obscure <laughs> reference, <laughs> that truffles your butter, sex reference there, fucking go for it. <laughs> I'm glad someone got it. All right. Uh, we have managed to get at least one more question in. Uh, let's see how that goes. Uh, the next question we have is, uh, what, what's your favorite position? Uh, I think they might think they're talking to just one person, uh, but Winona, you have the hot seat. Project manager. That's my favorite position. I love to tell people what to do. Love to be in charge. Boom. Uh, uh minion. I'm very much in charge of everything else in my life. I would like to relinquish those responsibilities when it comes to that. I, I just one question: Do you own blue denim overalls? Yes. Do you have yellow face I do not. Goggles? But I just recently received this pink denim dress that I'm very excited about wearing for the first time. But right. you know. Uh, as as this is uh, about a question about uh, love, sex, and relationships, favorite position uh, would be partner, equal partner. How's that? Mm. Uh, that that would be uh, sexually as a as a, a fat man who's a little bit lazy, likes to eat, being <laughs> the bottom of a sixty nine. Uh, that is also uh, very handy. Uh, and there there's a position that I believe is called uh, the um, uh, oh, what is it called the 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 uh venus um, not venus flytrap uh <laughs> i wish uh, it was called the venus flytrap yeah that's that's a plant it's 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 basically I, I i ended up i because we got a similar question last week i described it uh it's uh, the woman generally on the back the man uh, legs entwined but they sort of at a y shape uh oh, yeah. for deeper penetration uh it requires less physical uh effort uh to to get a stronger uh, penetration and um, uh, speed, etc. When you're ready for speed, you can do nice slow strokes with it as well. Gives you a chance to look at your partner's face and enjoy their entire body uh, as, as you are sharing sex with one another. And I think sexually, that's that's a pretty fucking nice. Hmm. I'm gonna Let me when you know later. the name of that position because I'm I don't have good space relation in my brain to understand but i'm sounds interesting uh, uh we we actually got an immediate comment right away uh, we, and we got a heart as well uh mm. some, somebody said venus butterfly that's the position venus oh. butterfly. let me just google that because i is think like when, i know is it like when you butterfly a chicken and you like lay it flat so that you it can cook more evenly is it kind of like that I, I well, it, it is a bit more even uh, in the distribution of pleasure. I, I will I will state with that. Uh, I'm I'm not sure exactly if that that is the the correct term, but that sounds right to me. Uh, and it's you the body sort of come into a Y shape is what it is. It's almost like it's it's sort of almost like a doggy style, but on your side with the legs more entwined. Oh, I get it. I get it. Not at all like butterflying a chicken. <laughs> no, please. Whatever you do, do not have sex with chickens. 
No, and don't don't have raw meat near you when you're having sex. That's don't cross contaminate people. No, that's a big no no. Uh -uh. Yeah, please, please no. All right. Uh, next question we have is: Oral has never been my strong suit. My partner tells me it's all right. I feel like I'm letting him down. Uh, I know practice makes perfect, but any other advice? Uh, oh, all right. Uh, Lady Muffin Stuff wants to take this one first. There you okay, are. Okay, so a while back, I was trying to improve my French vocabulary and reading, but I don't like reading like boring novels. So I found this book called Sans façon de le faire frimer au lit. And then they have this really good um, advice about that. And it was about letting go and about enjoying yourself, because if you're enjoying yourself, they'll enjoy themselves. Um, and so explore. There was a couple of little techniques. Find a book. I'm sure now with the Google, you know, I'm sure there's the electronic version of Sans façon de le faire frimer au lit. There we are. Uh, so there's advice. Could you type that out in chat and then I can put the title up on, uh, on the screen? Absolutely. I probably still have the book, actually. Yeah, pull it out. Oh. <laughs> Please, pull it out. There's enough pull it out. on the planet. Um, uh, that's not that type of streaming okay. <laughs> that we're doing right now. So, Winona, your answer to the question. Yes. Okay. So my answer to this question is find your own style of going down on someone, whether it's a blowjob or cunnilingus or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I say this because when I first started having sex, like, and I think this is still the case, but like, I was like, oh, I'm going to deep throat every time I give a blowjob. And it's, that's because that's what he's into. And that's what the hot new thing is. Uh, and I would just not enjoy giving oral because of that. Um, I loved the way it made my partner feel, but I didn't like the way it made me feel. And it wasn't until I started seeing other people after that relationship ended that I felt a little more secure and like, you know what, I'm not trying to impress this person. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like just do what makes me feel comfortable. And I didn't fucking deep throat every single time I went down on someone with a penis. Uh, and I think that helped because I started having a lot more fun uh, being on the giving end of oral sex because I was like, you know what? I can like make noises. I can use my hands. I can like make eye contact. I'm not so focused on like not fucking choking. Um, so I think finding how you like to give head is super important um, and a really great way to make someone feel really good, yourself included. Yeah. I think blow job is not the right term because if you think of it as a job, you know, I think it's gotten a bad rep. Mm -hmm. Enjoy yourself. Samantha Jones. Do it if said you want to. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Yeah. Samantha Jones on Sex in the City said it best. Honey, they don't call it a job for nothing. <laughs> there, there's that's uh, that's the English translation of the name of uh, the book is Two Hundred and Three Ways to Drive a Man Crazy in Bed. Uh, if I could add a two hundred and fourth way, uh, eat crumbly toast. Mm. Eat crumbly toast. That would. I know that drives me crazy in bed. Anything that has leaves yeah. crumbs afterwards, it's like, all right, you've just ruined the sleeping experience. Uh, Savage. 
So remember, please, to get your questions in, uh, go to slido.com. It's TLD67 uh, is uh, the thing. I never answered that question. Uh, you know what? If, if they say it feels all right, then it feels all right. You need to sort of trust them on that. Uh, the best way to to uh, enjoy performing oral is to do it with passion. And so make sure you're doing it with passion. Find out also, listen to your partner, not just what they say, but how they moan. So depending on how they moan or if their breathing changes in a way that seems positive, then do whatever you just did again. You know, make note of those things so you, you can concentrate on the things that are stimulating them in the way that, you know, got a little bit of a tweak, a little bit of a, hmm, that's the moment I want to get for. Uh, mm -hmm. It is not all about the deep throat. Uh, the, 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 the entire, like the idea of the pepper mill is always a good thing. Uh, as as you're you're applying pressure to the shaft, the for if you're talking about, and it's it's his partner. Well, okay, they say letting him down. So I'm assuming it is a person with a penis. I may be wrong. Um, going with the gender of saying him, um, the frenulum uh, is an incredibly sensitive part uh, of of the crown, the head of the penis, the glands. Uh, that is a place if you want to be focusing attention, that you can, uh, and you don't need to be. Uh, yeah, you, you don't need to be a, a, a rock star there. If you're, you're showing that you're doing it with passion, one of the greatest turnoffs for anyone who 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 has uh, been has decided to bless me with oral at any point in time has been somebody who says, oh, I want to do it. And then their body language shows they don't. Uh, for that just makes me feel guilty and nothing will make me go softer faster. Well, I'm pretty sure there's other things that'll make me go softer faster. I feel like for the show, we really need to get you like a diagram with your branding on it. So you can like point to it with a little laser pointer and be like, do this here, here, here. Oh, the thing, here's the other thing. The thing that I think is, is most important with different partners. I don't know uh, about you. Let's discuss this for a moment. When sure. you are with a different partner, do you like different things? Yeah. Because for me, it's being with a, a different partner is new things to explore, new things to engage in, new things to do. There are certain skills that you can draw from past partners uh, to educate you, but the partner you're with is, is going to be new and they enjoy different things. And that little combination of, of working together, the things you like with the things they like, kind of give a new level of sensation that's why i say it's so important to be listening to your partner to listen to what they like to listen to how they moan or what they do the move etc um i can always tell i almost broke my neck story again if you want but uh there is oh, all right lady muffin stuff has not heard it before that's um, true i was gonna say she hasn't i've heard it many times she hasn't and it's always fun watching people react to the story <laughs> Uh, should, should I should I share it with you? Does it include clenching thighs? Is is that the? Crux? That's not that's not the only part to it. it I, I I was I was a much younger love doctor. I was dating a woman who who enjoyed jogging quite a lot, uh, who was uh, separated from a husband who had never gone down on her. Yeah. She married a, a, her her teenage sweetheart kind of thing, and uh, and in doing the right thing. Uh, she clenched at one point, but it was such a point that she, she just did that little, you know, that little, 
when you just do that little twitch that uh, like that oh oh Except, with those strong jogging thighs of hers right uh and i uh, i couldn't hear much because of where the thighs were placed but i did hear the crack uh, <laughs> and got a pins and needles sensation all down the left side of my body um uh, it went what away a way to go i mean it's a great story i'm happy first of all i'm happy that long term you seem healthy and you know don't have any effects of that long term but it is worth the the discomfort or whatever you experienced at the time to now have the story Glory, glory. What a hell of a way to die. <laughs> yeah. You know what? As much as it, it, it seems like to, to die while having sex sounds amazing, it's not amazing for your partner. That would be so fucking traumatizing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They did a whole, the Golden Girls did a whole fucking episode. I think that was part of Rose's arc that she can't have sex with anyone because her husband died on top of her. And then she had sex with someone else and he also died. So apparently her vagina is just. Uh, you know, like, yeah, it's a, it's a powerful vagina. And I just have to ask this question. Winona, are you wearing a Kigurumi? No, it's not a Kigurumi. It's an, it's an off-brand, cheapo version of a Kigurumi. I would love a real Kigurumi. If someone wants to buy me a legit Kigurumi, hit me up, and I They're, will send you an appropriate Googling photos. Kigurumi. They're more expensive than the cheap knockoff onesies. That's why. They're, they're, they're basically, it's a onesie that are, are designed to make you look like an animal. Mm -hmm. uh, so everyone can dress up like like Care Bears if you want. Exactly. Adorable. It's like furry adjacent almost. Which yes. for me is Correct. like a win. No, there, think, was a, there was in. a brand, a Kikarumi brand star in Montreal pre-pandemic. I do hope that they survived the pandemic oh, and are still there. Uh, but uh, we, we can go with that again. Uh, all right. We have some more questions in the chat. Let's bring them up. Uh, is it weird that I find my girlfriend hotter when she is wearing my shirt? Uh, you get to answer this question first Winona. That is not weird at all. I think women in men's shirts, particularly post sex is like one of the hottest things ever. Um, and I think there's something super hot, regardless of gender, of your partner wearing your clothes. Like, if my partner was like, if my partner was like, yo, can I try one of your burlesque costumes? I'd be, first I'd be like, be careful. And then I'd be like, yo, you look real fucking good. Uh, so, not weird at all. Keep doing it. Uh, tell her how good she fucking looks. Boom. Yes, adorable. And definitely tell her and maybe give her a little pinch somewhere that she enjoys. Oh, yeah. No. Just turns into a frat, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's a no for you. It's, it, it's no, no, it's not a no. I'm saying it is not weird. The question was, is ah. it weird that I find my girlfriend? No. If, if this is a person <laughs> that you, you enjoy and, and love and the fact that they're, they're stripped down to just a simple piece of clothing that actually gives access that sort of shows their commitment to you in the fact that they're wearing it. That's a hot thing. And uh... y'all, I'm seeing my partner tomorrow, and it's uh like this is this whole talk is gonna inspire me. Just saying. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So we there's the Venus butterfly. And the name is thrown in there. Is uh, can you give flirting tips for someone who is super shy? Uh, yes. There's my answer. 
Oh, no, I should probably expand on that. Uh, <laughs> there is. If you're super shy, if here's the thing that you have the fear of rejection that that is part of being super shy as you're afraid of being turned down or of being hurt for what you are expressing to someone well guess what you're you're pre-shooting yourself down if you don't flirt if you don't make yourself at least that level of available so you're you're shooting yourself down and not even giving that person a chance uh and who knows it'll probably go better than you think so take the time to express yourself to the person that, that you're interested in, or at least interested in, in finding more out about, if I can say that. Uh, did I sound Canadian when I said that? I've been here a while. Uh, You've been here a while. Yeah. Yes. Uh, We're so, rubbing off on you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fine. Oh, God, what happened? Did we, oh, did we just... Did he just fucking like disappear back to Ireland? I don't know. Maybe what he's happened? intimidated by her greatness. Just, yes. no, I, oh my god! I, I hit the wrong button. Is what happened. Ah. Uh, so, so the question is again: Can you give flirting tips for someone who is super shy? Oh my god! Yes. So, to sum it up, I'm saying just just go for it because if if you're not flirting, then you're not uh, take no for an answer. But if you're not flirting, then you're already shooting yourself down. Is true. Uh, yeah, building up on that. I mean, practice makes perfect. I find flirting gets a lot easier the more you do it, right? Like you have to start off being bad at something before you can be good at something. Uh, and flirting is a skill set like anything else. And you have to figure out what your style of flirting is. So if you're shy about flirting with one specific person, if you know friends or like people who you feel comfortable even practicing on, or if you even just want to flirt with that person and see how it feels and then you know process that just regardless of what the outcome is then that's already the first step and you'll get better the more you practice and the more you do it yeah and uh brigitte I is saying uh, hi, hi to brigitte. everyone brigitte sorry lady muffin stuff yes i have lots of advice for shy people it was hard for you to to tell by how um, charismatic I am. Yes. Darius. Roll right. 20 on charisma. I'm actually quite shy. And one thing I learned was to, to practice making eye contact with people, just random people everywhere, so that it just becomes a little bit more second nature and realize that, hey, each time I make eye contact with someone, my head doesn't explode and I don't vanish into thin air, right? And then it graduated to, oh, I see someone that I find interesting. I make eye contact. If they make eye contact as well, then you go ahead with the, the smile, right? And then you turn away a little bit and then you just turn back a just like a little bit and give them a little smile. And then generally that will initiate, it's sort of like an invitation, you know? If you turn around a second time and the eye contact's still there and you do the second smile, the rest will happen by itself. Yeah, body language really does help a lot. Like, you know, you wanna sit up straight. You mentioned eye contact, smiling. If you can like, if, if it feels right and if the energy feels right, maybe touch their shoulder, touch their arm. Like, don't be afraid to like inch a little bit closer. This, I say this with a caveat because some people do not like that and it is important to respect their personal space. 
And if you do that and their body language changes to be more closed off or they step back or they get quiet, that is your sign to be like, hey, maybe I shouldn't touch them and I'm going to I'm going to back off. And that's OK. I, I, I also there's one thing I wanted to mention uh, earlier was mentioned, you know, practice makes perfect. But at the same time, that's almost the mantra of those those tacky pickup artists. That's true. So it's it's not a numbers game. It's never to be a numbers game. No. Right. You yeah. don't flirt with everybody in the bar till, you know, eventually somebody will say yes with that kind. That's that that is that's a little bit tacky and it's disrespectful to, to other people uh, to 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 just view them as a number to get through. Uh, so please make sure that when you do, like I said, with oral sex, you, you want to be doing it with passion. You want somebody that you're interested with. You want to show them that you are interested you do not want to be over overpowering and as Winona said if they seem to be closing off you need to step away and possibly apologize because uh, mm -hmm. say sorry i didn't mean to offend exactly uh, at that point in time yeah yeah practice doesn't mean uh uh cross other people's boundaries for the sake of achieving a goal of like getting laid like nah don't do that be respectful uh, fucking flirt with people who you genuinely want to flirt with that's how you that's how that's how it works man there we go the next question we have here is i love sundays with the love doctor best part of the week love from vermont thank you Aww. vermont for, for thanks for vermont in. thanks vermont uh, and, thank you for uh, ben and jerry's <laughs> uh i did should i uh i there, yes there, tell the yeah. cop story tell the cop story I no, I, 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 this, this person is the person who actually uh, inspired me to actually say it before. So they know the Rock of Ages story. I got locked in a quarry, uh, and it could have been for the season. Uh, so the, the, the police actually tracked down the groundsman who was going on vacation to come and unlock the, the Rock of Ages quarry, which is a beautiful place. Uh, I just, just to say. All right. Uh, just an FYI, in French, an orgasm is called le petit mort or the little death. Uh, thank you very much for the education. Uh, I, I, is, hold it. We have bilingual people here. Is there not what? another name for an orgasm in French? Because I believe there is. Venir. Oh, venir. Hi. I'd like to come. Yeah. <laughs> venir. Okay. Venir. Right. Premier. So, so it is the verb to come, which is, yeah. uh, as in uh, English, uh, I have arrived. All right, there mm -hmm. is. I, oh, oh, I'm arriving! Ooh, I'm arriving! <laughs> that that was that was from a movie. It's just uh, it was a very uptight person. Go, oh, I have arrived. I don't. Uh, <laughs> but that's very funny. Was Burt Lancaster in that movie? Uh, no, no, I, 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 I believe it may have been a British film. I don't think it was Monty Python, <sighs> but it was. Was it directed by a uh, Denis Leger? Uh, Arrival. No. Get it? Oh, Get it? Yeah. Arrival? Oh. Ha 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 ha! All right, this is not the channel to be talking about it, but I'm excited to see Dune when it comes out. Yes. Uh, the next question we have is: I connected with someone, and then he had to stop for a bit because emotions were confused. His emotions were confused. Now I'm in a good relationship, but the person who left me came back, and we became friends. Now he is begging me to be uh, is begging to be with me, even to the point of wanting to be married to me. My feelings are confused. What do I do? Lady Muffin Stuff, you have the first very difficult question. Uh, Run! Run fast. Run hard. That's all I have to say. 
boom. Uh, I, I will almost second that. I would also, um, if you are interested in this person, you might want to have a deeper conversation as into why uh, they are now interested in you. Is it because of the fact that you are not typically available that it's safer for them to express themselves? Uh, and that could be a caveat to let you know that if you did make yourself available to them, that you, if you were to break away from the relationship you're in. Now, if you're if you are open to being poly and your your current partner is open to being poly, then this this is not a deal breaker whatsoever. Uh, but um, if you are planning on being monogamous with your partner or you choose to be in monogamous relationships, then I'm 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 a little worried about that person's waffling. Uh, if without finding out more explanation as into why they could not. Yeah, uh, get the fuck out or like block this person. Do not engage with them. Uh, I'm, I, I appreciate the polyamory solution, but even if you are polyamorous, I personally would not engage with this person because clearly they just, I don't think they have a good sense of their emotions regarding you. Uh, and they're now trying to bring you back into their own personal bullshit that they have not dealt with. Um, if someone says that they, don't aren't in the right headspace or emotions to be in a relationship with you and then come back especially after you've like settled down and are okay i think that that's kind of rude and crossing a boundary and i don't like that and i think you should really make a commitment to cutting this person out of your life there's no Brilliant. nuance to that argument but there it is <laughs> all right i'm not uh... sure i would say cut them out but i definitely uh, feel like that person has a lack of emotional maturity. Uh, I don't think it's, you know, maybe just saying, hey, I realize I have these feelings for you, blah, 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 but not trying to then have them end the relation. This is this is not good. We've, we've all either experienced it or seen it, and it never works out. I'm sorry. Yeah, shut uh, it down. <laughs> There is, there is uh, the the other thing too. I, I wouldn't recommend trying to be friends with a person because no. it sounds it sounds very much like somebody one of those type of people that views friendship as a bank. If they put enough friendship coins in, sex will come out. Uh, I also want to point out that that there is the reverse of that as well. There's people who think being friends with benefit if they if they get good enough and more more often with the the sex with benefits with a person that eventually a relationship will come out. Uh, and you you could be just setting yourself up for hurt on that as well. I put up the link for the anonymous questions uh, once more because I think we have run out of questions on this. Uh, so uh, let's let's make sure we get some more questions so we can at least be going for an hour. Uh, I do want to change the bottom. Uh, changing bottoms. All right. Uh, hey. The little ticker along the bottom is now showing the link tree, uh, and it's very important among the link tree. That's that's my manager's link tree. Uh, uh, among that, the first thing is buy a drink, uh, and for that, uh, the donation would go to our uh, to to all donation will split among the three performers you're seeing on screen here, and it's a way to show your appreciation as well as hitting the like button. Hit the like button as well, uh, but also there is a link to the Love Doctor Facebook page, and there you can go. And you'll see uh, the post that says which acts you would like to see for episode 69 of The Love Doctor. So we might have a larger cast for episode 69 of The Love Doctor, which is just two episodes away. 
Uh, and why we're waiting for to see if any more questions come in. Uh, I have grabbed a couple out of the 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 old box. Well, that one's dusty. It's uh. It's, oh wow, it's, that's an old question. That, that's an old. It's also a, a sign that I should probably clean my room a little bit better. That too. Uh, Your box is dusty. That's a problem for that, that is definitely the love a problem. doctor. Mm. <laughs> I just got <clears throat> it. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Uh, you know, how's how? I'm sorry. I'm just wondering, if, like, if has anyone ever sneezed while going down on a woman? Just, uh, just, just oh. the, the, like the, the like that the must have happened. Like, there's okay, hair down so there. I have it's a ticklish. story. I have a story. Um, the first time I uh, squirted. it. <clears throat> <clears throat> was whilst receiving oral pleasure from very generous and talented boyfriend. And uh, it occurred right in his face and up his nose. So there was some sneezing. And uh, I'm not sorry. Don't and, be sorry. And uh, neither was he. And we're still great friends, even though we are not no longer in a relationship. But... Uh, Kudos to that lovely gentleman. I, I, I mean, I you squirt up a man's nose. You're going to have a really wonderful, you're going to have a good relationship, platonic, you're bonded romantic, whatever. for life. Exactly. You've made a yeah. commitment to each, to be in each other's lives, regardless <laughs> of relationship status. Uh, I, I, like I, beyond I, the exchange of bodily yes, fluids. Now. Exactly. I, I have a similar story to Lady Muffin stuff, just sort of being on the receiving end. I just want to be clarified that I wasn't the friend involved. In Lady Muffin's stuff story, uh, no. in our, our situation Alas. it was uh, it was a '69, and uh, it basically felt like I was getting the the back of my eyeballs power washed. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, so it's you know a lot of people will get a neti pot to clean <clears throat> their sinuses. Uh, it was definitely oh. not Lady Muffin stuff because the '69 just doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry, I. Yeah. attention deficit i can't do two things at once same but man this this is just telling me that my i need to step up my squirting game because all my squirting stories are boring it's just me squirting on the bed that's not fun i mean it's fun it's fun for me it's not fun for the bed but like i gotta i gotta get better stories clearly you got time you have time <clears throat> I, I i was with somebody who was a little bit worried about the mess that they would leave on the mattress uh, and suggest that that before we we were to do much that they I invest in a rubber sheet under sheet uh, for that which I, apparently is for for toddlers but um, they were no no toddler involved. All right, uh, we have. If we uh, run out of questions, I have some advice for habitual squirters. Oh, all right, let's hear that advice right now. Yeah, I want to hear okay. that. We are on. So. Um, if you become what's known as a femme fontaine, what you want to do is you start with an Ikea fitted sheet that is like a protected sheet. Then you put a regular fitted sheet, a second protective sheet, and then a second fitted sheet. You might go for a third depending on how many rounds you go. But here's the thing is after your play, you take off the fitted sheet with a protected sheet and you've got a clean sheet. No one sleeps in the wet spot. 
and you're ready for round two. If you go three layers, you can go round two, take it off and then sleep comfortably after your shower. I've got it down to science. That is some fantastic advice and one that I'm going to share with everyone and definitely use. That's brilliant. You're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do like the phrase femme fontaine, uh, fontaine yeah, which I put fontaine. on the bottom uh, for, for people to learn and, and think to use. Uh, we, we That's like a, a burlesque name almost, Femme Fontaine. It could be. It yeah, could be a burlesque name. It's, it's just uh, that one of those messier type of acts that you need to actually mop the stage. After. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, if you were a superhero, what would be your name? What would your name and power be? Femme uh, Fontaine. Hey! <laughs> and you have go to Winona before she's in the hot seat. This question is so near and dear to my heart because I spent so much of my childhood coming up with superhero ideas and designing superhero costumes. Um, and God, I have so many from my list that I could pick. But, like, I'm going to take the easy way out and say that my burlesque persona is kind of my superhero uh, alter ego. Uh, and my superpowers are being a fucking bully and being really mean and really sexy and taking everyone's money. So it's more of a super villain, really, than a superhero. <laughs> but I stand by my response. All right. And uh, for those who uh, want to make sure they, they know all about uh, Winona J. Fox, she has a link tree as well. Uh, Winona J. Fox is uh, the the it's linktr.e slash Winona J. Fox. So you can find out about her and her superpowers. Now, yeah. Lady Muffin Stuff. Also on Instagram is Lady underscore Muffin underscore Stuff. Can't say I post very much lately, but that's going to change now that there's a bit more uh, shows happening live. because It's more my video than the uh, virtual. Um, aside from the joke answer of Femme Fontaine, uh, I've, I've always wanted to have the, the ability to speak and understand every single language. Oh, that's a good superhero <sighs> power. Yeah. And then like, so you could like go anywhere and talk to everyone in their language and understand them. Um, so that would be, that would be mine. One of the superpower that I would want, and I do have an anecdote about that uh, language one, is uh, shape-shifting for me. Because you can do become anything when you shape-shift. If you want to fly, you can become a bird. If you want to become invisible, you can become a chameleon. Um, if you can, like, change... I was just like the idea of being able to change how I look whenever I want. Um, and I just think that'd be super fucking cool. Uh, but fun anecdote about that little language changing thing. I'm a big fan of the original Teen Titans comics. And that's one of Starfire's superpowers is that she can speak any language, but she can only do it by making out with people, <laughs> which I think is so dumb and so brilliant at the same time because she's a very over-sexualized character. And I love that they added that about her. And that, that, that's how she's introduced. She's introduced coming to Earth, not speaking the language, Robin shows up and is like, oh, man, we can't understand her. And she's like, well, all right, you'll do, I guess. And she makes out with him. <laughs> and then she learns English. Uh, and, and she that's fights how crime. Robin went through puberty. 
Eggs, that's when his balls immediately <laughs> dropped. Now, does this uh, character have to make out with them each time they want to like start a conversation? Or no, so they, she they makes out forever know it. Forever know it. She makes out with them once and she's like, all right, cool. I know the entire lexicon. Bada bing, bada boom. Let's go. Where else are we going? Well, it I, seems I, like I, a decent trade off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and, and never once in the comics was anyone shamed her for how many languages she spoke. That's true. That's true. I want to point out that that is one thing that was done right in the comics. Uh, Hell yeah! To, to state, uh, I you know thank what? you, I, George Perez. Uh, the idea of being able to 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 speak any language, I would like that among my power set. Uh, and uh, if I was to take a superhero name, it would be the cunning linguist. Uh, hey, that's so bad. It's so bad and cheesy. Uh, and I'm not sure. I empathy. Empathy, empathy or in a way to to, uh, to use in a way to use it to help people i think would be the superpower i wish i had uh and uh, just to to make people feel less uncomfortable all right uh so we do have some more questions in uh let's oh that's a weird way to start a question but that is the start of the question uh to specify i am non-monogamous and he had really bad mental health problems previously it did not want to hurt me. Oh, I think we're going about to the person who we're going back. Oh. We're adding. We're adding nuance. Yeah, uh, and and did not want to hurt me. What's trickier is that we have everything in common. Uh, I, I said everything oh, okay. to sort of stress the everything in common, and we're very passionate. My current partner is amazing, but our connection doesn't feel as strong. Uh, sorry for the long question. No long questions and giving us more details give us a better way uh, to to answer. Uh, at the same time, uh, we are not medical professionals. Uh, I, I do want to stress that, that our advice, though it can be good, is for mainly entertainment purposes. Uh, you're, you have the hot seat, Lady Muffinstone. I do have the hot seat because I was very uh, loud and vocal about my opinion on that. In the end, the decision is yours. It is your life. Um, if you find out later or realize later that this was a mistake, just trust that you have in yourself what it takes to get over that heartbreak or that mistake. Um, regardless, every experience will bring you a new set of skills. Um, in my experience and what I've seen in mostly monogamous relationships, so I can't feel I can speak intelligently on your situation, but um, in the end, the decision is yours. And uh, if it's a mistake, it'll be a mistake that you learn and grow from. Boom. Well said. Yeah, that is very good advice. Um, so now that we know that you are non-monogamous, I think I still personally would not seek out this person, regardless of what you have in common. Um, I think when we talk about relationships is like we have so much in common then we don't really talk with like it's ignoring what it is that we actually need versus what we find like emotionally gratifying if like or sorry like sorry um immediately gratifying is what I meant to say if you find that you actually do really crave this person uh not just on a superficial level but on a deep emotional level and you feel like they can bring something to you and that you can bring something to them and some good can come out of that. I think that's really wonderful and it might be worth pursuing. But at the same time, if you feel like 
it could lead to something really harmful and dangerous mentally, emotionally, what have you. It may be better to sever that tie sooner rather than later. Again, I'm not you. I don't know your situation, but if I can provide a, a different solution, that is what I would say. Boom. I, I think that is a good question. I think you need to speak with your current partner uh, because you are non-monogamous, having them aware uh, of uh, any new partner that you are bringing into to your bubble. Bubbles is something we always uh, associate, I think, now with with COVID. But uh, when you are talking about health and sexual health, it's something we should also consider uh, when you are being non-monogamous in a non-monogamous relationship. I also... I don't mean to put a stigma to this, but the thing is you have everything in common. I'm hoping that this is not a, a manic manifestation uh, between with both of you, as in right now, it seems so important and it's so important to pursue. Uh, so please protect yourself, protect your partner um, and understand that even if you lose both relationships, that does not mean you are done as a human being there. There's no such thing as only one person out there for you or, or only one strong connection. And if you lose that, you've lost all. That is not the truth. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, taking a risk can lead to reward, but having uh, being happy with the rewards you already have is not a bad thing either. So that is that is my fence sitting uh, response on that. Uh, so please please be careful we did have a question that did not come in anonymously uh so we're very happy with that kaya coco is asking okay question for the chat what is the best relationship you ever had and what made it healthy and great mm. all right uh i i tend i tend to be anecdotal about some relationships uh i have uh through the the tail end of COVID, ended uh, a relationship uh that was very important to me it was for over over five years that this relationship had gone on uh we were very different which i thought added strength to it because we would show each other new things and enjoy it where the sex was amazing which is great but that doesn't need to be a cornerstone of a relationship but it was one for us and the fact that we were different i think worked because we got to explore each other's culture uh and uh and that but that ended up being the point that drove it home or drove the the a wedge into the relationship when they felt that i uh, did not experience or appreciate enough of their culture and they were sort of fed up with mine uh, so why the relationship with he healthy we're both intellectually stimulated we were both physically stimulated and we had the great chance they supported what i did i supported what they did uh, and i think that was a great thing it was just the, the the pressures over COVID sort of drove a wedge in. Lady Muffin stuff. Uh, you know, I can't add more to what you just said. I think it was very similar. I would probably add that the most important relationship you're ever going to have is with yourself. So if you're going to have a good relationship with another person, one, you need to know who you are, what you want, and know how to express it and listen to listen to your heart as Roxette would say uh, when she's calling for you. Listen to your heart. There's nothing else you can do. I don't know where you're going or 
where you've been. But anyhow, all that being said, uh, listen to yourself. If something doesn't feel right, talk about it and love yourself so that you can love someone else well. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm going to deviate a little bit. I'm going to say that the best relationship I've had is actually with my dad, uh, which is funny because I'm attracted to older men. So daddy issues, mommy issues, I don't know. Um, No, uh, but also I want to add, like, I think there's, um, I think every relationship brings something to you, even if it was a shit relationship, it adds value. Um, And I don't think there's, like, one perfect relationship, I think. If you have a good relationship, even when it ends, because all relationships end, um, whether it's through a breakup or through fucking death. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Kaya. I just saw your comment. Um, (laughs) uh, I think, but yeah, even when a relationship ends, like you gain something from that. You gain new perspective from that relationship. And you gain new agency and self-reflection. And I think there's something wonderful and beautiful about that um yeah boom i i i want to you know what i've been finding myself writing a lot of stories about my father who has passed on now Mm -hmm. uh because of the various things in his life there was there was things about him that was that was a very simple and straightforward man there's some things that were very complicated uh but uh before my parents even got married he got deathly ill uh and uh there, there's just this one little anecdote I just want to share. He was deathly ill to the point that the doctors, who, he went from about 200 pounds down to 110 pounds in the hospital. And the doctors came to him. They said, listen, your brother is coming, uh, you know, 300 miles from your hometown. Your sister's coming uh, 150 miles from where she's living now. Is there anything that you want us to tell them in case they don't see you? And my father looked at the doctor rather confused and said, he he said, well, if they're coming all this way, I imagine they'll see me. Which I think is just the sweetest level of optimism. That's adorable. Or or just being a touch dense, which I really (laughs) appreciate. I find the two go hand in hand, honestly, and they're kind of admirable. They are. They are. And I think it's part of what I've in, inherited from him. Uh, and we have a question here. I am dating a burlesque performer and I am trying to wrap my head around the idea that they have guys oogling them at work. I know she is mine, but is it bad that I am a little jealous? We're known, uh, we're, we're, we'll get to everybody on this. So, so keep, keep that thought, uh, Lady Muffin stuff. Winona. Yeah, okay, so I want to focus on the particular phrasing of the word, I know she is mine. I think that this is a byproduct of your jealousy that you feel a certain possessiveness of your partner. Um, I think that's something you need to unlearn and deconstruct because there's a lot of misconceptions that are fueling this kind of behavior. The first is like, why do you assume that like guys are going to ogle your girlfriend at a burlesque club? It's actually, so like, yes, there are men who go to burlesque clubs, the major- but the majority of our clientele are women. Um, and also why are you only focusing on like men ogling your girlfriend? There are also plenty of women who ogle other women. Why is that different? Let's talk about that. Let's analyze that. Um, do you not trust your girlfriend? Is that 
an underlying cause of why you feel the sense of jealousy. Because jealousy is a totally normal feeling, but feeling the need to be possessive or like you're not trusting the other person because of jealousy is not a great thing to do. And it can lead to a lot of bad things in a relationship. So I think your jealousy is okay. I think you need to feel that and honor that. What I don't think is okay is you the being like, I know she's mine. I'm worried about other guys around her. Like you, I think it's time to dissect that and to dissect who you trust and how you view jealousy. That is a great answer. I just want to kind of add into that. Uh, again, my problem being with the I know she is mine uh, aspect of it. You also know she has chosen you. And that's much more important. You do not need to be possessive. She is not being possessive of you. But if you are in a monogamous relationship, understand that that person has chosen you. And what she does to express her art has no relation on your relationship. Uh, it is an art form. Appreciate. Uh, and there's certain skills that burlesque performers learn. Uh, and the, there's certain health benefits to being with somebody who is working on choreography and dancing and keeping <laughs> their, the instrument of their body in shape and being with that person. That is going to be a huge plus in any relationship. Uh, so be happy for all of that. They have chosen you. So be grateful. Uh, so I won't say she's mine because we've talked about that. Um, I have some really bad news for you, my friend, that your girlfriend or your partner probably gets ogled and grossed out more outside of the burlesque club than she ever does when she's wearing a G-string and pasties. She is being appreciated for her art. She's being celebrated by other women and other men and, you know, uh, just uh, appreciated but the gross guy at the pharmacy who's going or who's just looking her up and down and you know i've had i've had people in the metro on the other side of the dock make vulgar gestures at me when they're leaving and that that male gaze that grossness is everywhere. And in the burlesque club, she's less likely to face that grossness than mm -hmm. outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if I can jump on that and like also bring up something that the love doctor said, like she chose you. If you're concerned about other men ogling her, I think that's a reflection on how you perceive yourself. I think that the an underlying cause is that you don't feel worthy enough to be dating this person. So I think working on your self-worth is a great place to start. Uh, and also working on your relationship to feminism and being an ally to women. I think those two are kind of hand in hand in this conversation. And understanding where the, that comes from inside of you will really help you um, to deal with that jealousy in a healthier and non-possessive way. So I would work on that. All right, we have a couple of good comments have come in at, at the same time. You should consider yourself lucky to be with a burlesque performer. Laugh my ass off. Uh, as a dancer, I can say we're so happy to come back home to our partners after work and performing. Uh, that is, I, I've worked in other types of clubs 
where I have been uh, physically assaulted by females who were there in the audience. So this is not a gender-specific problem, though society probably tolerates or encourages it more in men, which is something that we need to all work together uh, to to end. Uh, nobody is is should be touched without a permission. Uh, and when it comes to ogling, it's men's ray. It's it's um, and I mean that as in the legal sense of that. It's of guilty mind, uh, and that is something that should be should be all of us should keep in check uh, all of us should look at uh any time that we we do anything that makes ourselves feel guilty find out why all right no no one's going to challenge me on that one um we yeah. have well i mean we, like if you're if you're a drunk woman at a bar and you think it's okay to touch a burlesque performer because they're also a woman i got news for you hun no it's not you're mm -hmm. still drunk and touching someone without their consent we have like just don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. Right. I think, I think it's, yeah, go on. If your partner is a burlesque performer, even if the relationship doesn't last, the glitter will last. Oh, you will you find will, glitter fucking everywhere. Years later, we'll have remnants of that relationship to, to cherish and, and find it else, you know, your you know chest the, will they'll always like a be ball. literally a piece of her with you. Yeah. The, your chest x-ray will always look like a glitter ball. Mm -hmm. uh, you will contract glitter, glitter lung. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, we have one last question here that we, we can go to. We've been at this for a little bit over an hour, uh, which is a good length. Uh, we'll, we'll see uh, if any more questions come in, but this might be our last question uh, before we, we uh, do a little final interview with our performers. Uh, I am a night owl dating an early bird. I want to meet their sexual needs, but 7 a.m. Fuck, they, they make a 7 in the a.m.? All right. Uh, is hella early. Any advice? Lady Muffin Stuff, you are in the hot seat. I wake up at 6.30. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So um, there's probably going to be a moment when your situations collide, literally and figuratively. Um Maybe the day that you're off, spend the Sunday in bed, doing the the hanky panky when you wake up, eat some snacks, do some more, um, work it out, or don't. All right, uh, Winona. Two options: get a book on sleep training, like for children. See if any of the tips in there can help you. Option number two, prep a smoothie the night before with like a little bit of espresso and some pineapple, mango, avocado, spinach, uh, like lots of um, carbohydrates to get you going. When w set an alarm for like 6.30 or 7 a.m., get the smoothie, drink the smoothie. Don't get back in the bed or if you're going to get back in the bed, sit up in the bed. Don't lie back down in the bed because you're going to fall back asleep. And then when they wake up, you should have all this carbohydrated energy and a little touch of caffeine to get you going. And then when it's over, you can go back to sleep. I, I'm going to diverge from the two of you very, very heavily is, is in the fact that I, as I am a night isle who has dated uh, early birds, uh, and it is one thing to, to wake up uh, with your partner, with them in the mood early, uh, take care of business before they get up and go go get ready and then go back to sleep 
if you don't need to be up early, you can at least be up early uh, to treat them, uh, be it treating them sexually or making them fucking breakfast. You have the chance to go back to sleep. The only conflict might be is you coming to bed late when they wish that you were there earlier. Uh, but that is something that you need to discuss and work out between yourselves. Yeah, uh, I concur. As an early bird, I find it's a great way to start the day. Mm -hmm. And um, if you can make it happen, then great. Mm -hmm. Boom. Uh, we, we have another question has come in, so we'll just get into that. Dear Love Doctor, Wise Man once said, consent is not just sexy, it's fucking necessary. I wonder who said that. I, I think there's T-shirts with it. <laughs> uh, it oh, and by the way, the link tree to the store that has those T-shirts is uh, just down below. So uh, do you consent to me thinking about you later tonight? Uh, yes. Oh, me too. Everybody gets uh, yes. to answer all the questions. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, you may put me in your spank bank. I do not consent to being put in the spank bank unless you tip me. So there's a PayPal link in my link tree. So when you tip me, you the, can the, think the, you can think about me in the spank bank. There's one for the entire show below as well. Yes. Or if you donate show. to the show, I love I love sexy times, but I love money more. I'm like Mona Lisa Saperstein. Money, please. Money, 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 money. Uh, and since we've mentioned your link tree, uh, let's uh, take a little moment. Oh, I'm going to bring it back up on screen. What do you have coming up, uh, Winona? Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. So uh, I'm doing Vaudeville on Wednesday. It's going to be my first live performance. Uh, the Love Doctor is going to be there. I'm doing uh, a, new, a new old number. It was a virtual number that I'm putting to stage. I literally got this boa uh by coincidence that like matches perfectly with it it's gonna make an appearance i'm so fucking excited come we're sold out i can't invite you to come see me but come <laughs> to another vaudeville so that i you i can see you there because i also work the door there sometimes so boom so excited if, if so that's win, what the sewing the is for week. yes i was working on a costume piece because we're i'm performing in three days wednesday night at the wicker room uh, so my link tree is down below, of course. Uh, it's my manager's link tree. So he has me on it, but he also puts on a number of wonderful shows, both virtual and in person. So you can come check uh, out all the shows that are there. There's Facebook pages for them uh, as well. Uh, the wonderful guests uh, that we have here, Lady Muffin Stuff, which you can follow on Instagram is at Lady underscore Muffin underscore Stuff. Uh, on Instagram is a way to to uh, keep track of what Lady Muffin stuff has coming. Yes, absolutely. John Gilbert, a fantastic pianist, and I are currently working on a new songbook and lots of new songs that I've never ever done before, which I believe will probably be starting to showcase uh, with the Vaudeville in the next uh, in the coming weeks. So we'll see. So as uh, we, we have, we also, we want to mention that the, the, the Vaudeville show is happening at the Wigger Room. Tickets sell out for it very quickly. Uh, so please make sure that you, you check in. The next two shows are uh, this Wednesday. I think it's sold out. The next one is not sold out yet. So tickets are available online. Uh, the, the show after that, I don't think is online. Tickets available yet. But uh, keep an eye out if, to, so you can see who will be performing. 
It is a fun show. I'm getting to host it right now, so I'm very lucky. My manager set that up for me. Usually I call him a prick, but I'm happy that he's done that. <laughs> so this has been uh, our show, Lady Muffin Stuff. Did you have fun tonight? I had a lot of fun. I was a little nervous. I'm glad it worked out. And uh, I'm learning all about my computer and what I have to do with it. <laughs> so thank you for that experience. All right. Uh, it's always as in anything to do with sex, learning how to use the tools makes a difference. Winona. Yes. Oh, my God. I had such a fun time, as always. As in the year and a half that I've been on the show, I love every second of it. It's wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, and I thank you both for being on and thank you for watching. Remember, everyone, I love you all, but I'm a bit of a slut like that. How dare you? <laughs>